0: So, use my discoveries simply to spark your own, to learn, think, and grow in whatever direction that takes you. With me on my podcast today is the long awaited Roxy. I have been waiting for a long time to interview her because she lives in Australia, as you will soon hear from her accent, and she came all the way over for our wedding to be one of my bridesmaids, like Gwen from last week, and Roxy and I have been friends for a really long time, around 10 years, I would say. That long? Wow. Oh. Wow. Roxy knows all my deep, dark secrets and her journey with life and relationships and spirituality is always a source of inspiration for me. She is a kick-ass woman and one of my best friends. And I'm just so excited to have her on my podcast. I'm honored that she agreed to be interviewed because I I'm just really happy to bring her to you today.
1: Okay. So thank you for having me. And it's a great honor to be on your amazing podcast. (laughs) Awesome. So tell us about a
0: lesson that you've learned that's changed your life.
1: Okay. So, um, one of my biggest and messiest lessons I feel is the idea that there is no normal Mm. so my normal could be very weird and foreign and different someone else's normal and also the thought which is currently the screen on my phone which is that your perception is your reality Mm -hmm. Mm. so just to give you the backstory on this (laughs) um, so I was raised in a little country town in Australia and I had quite a sheltered upbringing, so, um, you know, I was raised in a religious family and I was taught not so much how to think, but what to think, you know, what is right, what is wrong. Mm -hmm. It was a very black and white view of the world. Um, I didn't have a TV, so I didn't really see examples of the way that other people would live their lives. So, you know, I had, I grew up with very set um, ideas about, you know, what's normal, what's right, what's wrong um you know there's us and then there's them and there's like this certain way to live your life and like logically I knew there's people that live other ways but it was kind of like you know like there was one kind of proper way to live your life yeah you know so I grew up with this kind of fixed mindset of this is what's normal um and then you know experiences started to happen over the years which kind of really uh challenged those views so um One of the first things was when I was maybe 23, I went overseas for the first time um, with my sister and a friend, and we went to Cambodia. So first time overseas. I
0: didn't (laughs) actually know that about you. Really? I didn't know you. I thought Brazil was your first
1: foray into the world no no I I had been to a few places that was the first holiday by myself to Brazil okay yeah but going to Cambodia was um you know a bit of a jump because we'd never gone overseas before and (laughs) yeah (laughs) I barely like like moving to the city was a big deal for me at that point like moving from a little country town to the city um but yeah we went to Cambodia and um it was you know it was mind-blowing and it was so mind-opening and I think it was the first time I realized, like, I knew kind of in theory that there was many different ways to live your life. But that was the first time I it really hit me. Like, there's so many different lifestyles. There's so many different cultures mm-hmm. out there in the world. And, you know, maybe it's a bit cliche, but it just it really was you know, it it hit home to me just how big the world is and how big, like how different people's lifestyles can be. Mm -hmm. And one thing that really struck me in Cambodia was people were happy, you know, like these people, they had such simple and humble and poor lives, like material, like materialistically, like they were poor. Um, and yet they were happy and it was like their normal and it was their way of being. And they weren't going around like, you know feeling deprived like that was just how things were for them. And they were really beautiful people, like it was super inspiring that experience. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the start of me thinking like wow, there's actually like many different ways to live your life. And then years later, um, you know, I traveled a bit and then I went to Brazil many years later. And I have to tell a story because this is, you know, um, it was just like a little example of, you know, what is normal. So my first day in Brazil, I was, I decided to be helpful and to offer to wash up for these friends that I was staying with. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I realized there was no hot water. So mm-hmm. I'm like, um, okay, well, I guess I just have to boil the jug. So I, I, you know, I found the kettle and I boiled the hot water and then I was like, oh, okay, so i got to fill up the sink and like, it was doing all this stuff, like how I thought was the proper way to wash up. And this guy come along, this Brazilian guy, and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm I washing up. And he's like, well, you don't need hot water. Like we have this special soap that like cuts the grease. So I was like, really? Like that's impossible. Like you can't wash these greasy pans with no hot water. And he showed me and it worked. And then he's like, why are you filling up the sink? Like we use running water. Like that's so unhygienic. And it was like he was schooling me. <laughs> and he's like, I-, I think I can imagine he was like, what's this grown-ass woman doing, like not even knowing how to wash up? <laughs> So I just like, you know, when you travel, there's so many experiences like this mm-hmm. where it's like this culture shock and someone else is like, what, what, that's so weird. Like what do you think is normal? is like so strange and bizarre. Like why are you doing it that way?
0: Yes. I had a <laughs> lot of those moments in Ecuador. Yeah. And I lived there. Yes. It's just a different normal.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of humbling, isn't it? Because you realize yes. like other people are sitting there thinking, you know, wow, how could you not see it my way?
0: how do you not know this? Yeah. And then you can think that about them too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that, so traveling was kind of one thing definitely that made me realize like, you know, the way that I see life, um, it's really just my perspective. It's not the only perspective. It's not like the only way to see things, you know, other people are equally fixed in their worldviews and, or, or just the way that they see things, they see it through a different lens and they have a different reality because they're coming at it from a different experience. Mm-hmm. Another thing um, was even from a political standpoint, you know, I was um, raised in the country by farmers and, you know, Christian people. And so I was raised, you know, like there's a certain – Perspective you should have on politics, like, you know, they're very right wing, very conservative. And then I went to university and I studied journalism and suddenly (laughs) I had this totally opposite perspective, you know, then it was very left wing and and like they were equally strong in their, their viewpoints. And, you know, for that, it was really cool because I experienced kind of like both sides of the argument and it's not like you have to pick a side, but I just realized like, wow, like I had all this strong influence in a certain direction for many years and That was presented as what's normal and what's right, and then I went into this other environment, and they were equally adamant, and you know, raised a lot of good points on the other side. And that was normal to them, and that was normal, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then I guess the the third thing, and I won't go into this heaps because this I feel like this could take up ten podcasts. But um, then there was my faith, you know, like I was I was raised um, in a strict Christian family, and there was definitely. It was presented to me like this one way of seeing the world and like there's this one idea of truth, like what's true, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's evil and so on. But then over the years, you know, like now I have really good friends who are Muslim and I have friends who are Mormon and I have friends who are Catholic and I have friends who are atheists and I have friends who are agnostic and it's really awesome talking to these different people and connecting with them and realizing like they all um like to them to everyone and to me too like we all kind of see the world through our own lens and that kind of shapes everything so you know I could go we could go through the same experience so to speak like we could both be going through an experience together and you know I'm interpreting it or I'm seeing it a completely different way to this other person so my reality could actually be totally different to the person who is right next to me who's coming at it from a different perspective. Yeah. So I guess that, that is kind of my lesson is that uh, it's incredible to me like the way that the mind works and the fact that, you know, you can be like so set on an idea and then experiences can come in and present other views and you kind of realize, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways to look at something.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And you, you definitely see what you're looking for. Yes. Like you see things that support your worldview. That's so true. Yeah. 10 people can look at one situation and see it 10 different ways. Mm-hmm. And they're all sure that the way they saw it is the way it was. And that's the right way to see it. Yeah. And the truth is, it was just a situation and we all just interpret it through Mm -hmm. our own lenses of whatever bias, our lenses of how we were raised, our lens of what we've learned, our lens of our experience. And we just see things differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you buy a car and then all of a sudden you see your car everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. so true. Your car was there. Like there's a lot of your car there before but you just never noticed it cause it wasn't your car.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we've all had experiences like that and that I think that that really happens with our beliefs and just the way we see things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of made me realize too, like, it's kind of really futile to try and, you know, convert someone to seeing things like, you know, we've all had those experiences where, you're like, oh, why can't the person see it my way? Like, seriously, what's wrong with them? Like, why can't they see it like this? It's so frustrating, you know? Meanwhile, they're over there thinking the exact same thing. And so it's, I guess, the lesson that I want to take away from this is that it's not for me to try and, like, convince someone or persuade someone to see it my way, but it's for me to realize and kind of try to understand that, if they don't agree with my perspective, like to just try and really be compassionate on myself and on them and realize, you know what they are bringing like this whole set of different experiences and upbringing and history and, you know, mindset into this experience. And, um, I need to respect that and even understand when they can't understand me, they might never understand my perspective or my choices in life, but, you know, I have to just try and, see where they're coming from and realize that, you know, their reality is different to mine. Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And even aside from also the experiences and background that people come to life with, there's also what you value and where you find those things that you value. Like for example, you and I both value learning and growing over comfort Mm -hmm. So we are willing to challenge ourselves and seek out uncomfortable situations and uncomfortable beliefs and uncomfortable thoughts Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so that we are challenged to grow and change. But other people, they value security and well, we find security in that actually, but other people find security and, you know, they like the feeling of being in control Mm -hmm. I guess we all do, but they find it in not questioning things mm-hmm. or not right. changing things. Not basically. changing things—that's mm-hmm. that makes them feel safe and in control. And mm-hmm. fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, who am I to say that everybody should find their security and comfort the way I find my security and comfort, or mm-hmm. that they should find their excitement the way I find my excitement? You mm-hmm. know, so there's values too that come into it. Yeah, and we all a have different values. And even if we have similar values, we can find those in very different ways. Mm -hmm. We can fulfill those needs in different ways. Yeah, that's true. What do you do when you come across somebody who believes the opposite of what you do? And it makes you mad.
1: I think that the number one thing I try not to do is to preach to them or lecture them or try and persuade them out of their views. That's the first thing. (laughs) Um, And I, I, am definitely not perfect at this, but I definitely try to have less feelings of anger and really try to understand, like, I ask, like, why do they think this way? Like what, where are they coming from? You know, what is the reason why they feel so strongly? And, you know, you can often kind of, I mean, we don't know everyone's full story, but you can kind of see, okay, so maybe they think this way because of the way they were raised or, you know, maybe they've had an experience in life, like a really hard experience that has made them think this certain way about something. It's not to say like, you know, if someone has something that's not acceptable to me, I, it's, I'm not saying that I have to go along with it. You know, it's not like... Okay, well, I'll just agree with you. It's, I guess, I've had situations where I'm just like, okay, we're just going to agree to disagree on this, and see if we can, you know, like you were saying about that show, like see if we can find common ground to connect with mm-hmm. outside of that. Like, you know, I think with some relationships, you have to acknowledge there's there's certain things that you will never agree on. You'll never see it the same way, but if you can kind of respect that person's right to have their viewpoint and have their opinion i think that's what it comes down to like i don't i want to see like my perspective as that it's my perspective it's not like the perspective to have it's not like the right way it's not like the truth with the capital t like you saying yeah. in your intro <laughs> you know like it's actually just my perspective it's just my viewpoint and you know other people don't have to share that at the same time, I have a right to have that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, we can we can agree and we can be respectful and we can still hold on to our viewpoints. And I believe that you can still have a relationship mm-hmm. despite that. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what I'm really working at in my life. Like people that I really love and care about, and they see life differently. And I don't want that to get in the road of connection where possible. You know, I don't want to only have friends who see everything exactly the same way I see it. You know, I'm okay with having friends who have different perspectives and different viewpoints, as long as we respect each other. That's kind of what it comes down to.
0: Yeah. Me. I was taught a principle a
1: long time ago.
0: That is, you can be agreeable without agreeing.
1: I like that. That's so good. I think you and I have probably also been in that position where, you know, we've to people please, we have compromised on things Mm. and that's not a good spot to be in either. Like, you know, trying to keep everyone happy and so you say, okay, well, you know, my viewpoint, I'm going to hide it or I'm just going to toss it aside and go along and that's not ideal either. And I think that gets in the way of a strong connection as well, because then you're not authentic and you're just, or you're just acting in a certain way to please other people. So I've definitely done that. And that's not a great position to be in either. Mm -hmm.
0: Like we were talking about yesterday, if you're authentic, you will hurt people Mm. by being who you are. Like people won't agree with you. Yeah. But if you're not authentic, that hurts people and they don't agree with you. So you might as well just be authentic. Yeah. <laughs> it's right? so true. Then you don't have to have as good of a memory because you don't
1: have to. <laughs> I think sometimes being inauthentic as well it's um it's unfair to the other person. It is. You know, because you're you're not even giving them an opportunity like this there's, there's times in my life when I have not been authentic because I'm, you know, I think like they can't handle it. And then I've You know, kind of change that. And with the same people, I've just been like, actually, you know, this is who I am. And they've handled it way better than I thought. So I know I've had the same
0: experience.
1: Yeah. So it's like, you know, we sometimes should give people more credit. And if you're real, then at least they have a chance to step up, you know. But if you don't even give them that chance in the first place, then you're kind of, you're, you're, Robbing both of you of the chance to have like a closer relationship or a more real relationship, I think. Yeah, I totally agree.
0: People can handle things way more than I give them credit for.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, that was always my thing in past relationships is I would take responsibility for myself and my partner and I didn't even give them the chance to Mm. handle it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And that's kind of just putting them in a box. Like, you know, I think that you're not capable of dealing with this thing. So I'm just going to take control. Mm -hmm. I find too, like when you require someone to step up, they're more likely to step up. Yes. Do you agree? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you give them the easy out, like, you know, (laughs) sometimes people will take that or yeah, if you don't require them to step up, they might They might never do so, but, yeah, it's lovely when you just lay it all out and, I don't know, I find I have been really pleasantly surprised by people when I have shown my true colours or whatever you want to call it and, yeah, people have just reacted in ways better than I thought and, again, it's just made me realise I need to not put people in boxes and give them credit like more credit than i do yeah for their ability to grow and change as well yeah yes Mm -hmm. me too
0: is there anything more that you want to say that you haven't said about you know how everybody's normal is different and how everybody's perspective on life is different
1: Not really, just that I guess I want to, you know, going forward, like I just want to always be conscious of that. Like I love having that, those words on my phone because I see it every day and I think it's a really good reminder. What does your phone say again? It says, <laughs> your perception is your reality. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I just want to always be conscious of that and – realize that me expecting to, other people to see things exactly how I see them is unrealistic and it leads to a lot of frustration. Like even in relationships, you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's ridiculous to, to to expect another person to mm-hmm. see things, you know, like you're like, oh, why can they seriously not get it and see it my way? But they're over there thinking the same thing. And I feel like it just causes a lot of unnecessary angst. And, and instead, I would, I kind of really want to just realize moving forward that everyone is entitled to a different viewpoint. We don't have to all have the same opinion on things. Um, and despite that, we can still connect in many great ways mm-hmm. and we can still be respectful and we can even talk about things. <sighs> In a way, like I I really love conversations where it's like, you know, we might come from completely different standpoints, but because it's respectful, like we can talk about it for hours, and I love that. Like I, I really feel like those conversations are important. Yeah. Not just talking to someone who always sees things the same way as you. I mean, that's awesome and that's really validating, but it's really lovely to be able to talk to someone who's coming from a totally different perspective and really kind of go in with the attitude of like. I'm interested in your opinion and maybe I can learn something from your opinion, not just like I'm going to teach you, <laughs> Yes. you know, like just have that open mind and, you know, you might find that you learn something along the way. Yeah.
0: Can you think of a time where this has happened? And the reason I ask is because like, it's easy to say, Oh, well people have different perspectives, but sometimes when people have different perspectives, it's not that easy. Like it, Creates a really big emotional response in us, and we do get really angry and it hurts us. And you know, to talk through that is often really difficult and uncomfortable. So, can, do you have a time in your life that you can share that
1: is like that? Um, I guess a situation that comes to mind is um, my last romantic relationship, um, with a really amazing guy. Uh, we're still really good friends. We're still really close and, you know, we have an amazing connection and we, we see a lot of life in very similar ways. You know, we have a whole ton of common ground. Um, but you know, when we're in a relationship, we kind of had very different views on how a relationship looks, mm-hmm. you know. So he was coming at it from his perspective and based on his experiences and you know maybe past heartbreaks and 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 just you know like he came at it from his viewpoint of you know this is how a relationship should be and this is how it should work and this is what this is kind of like the structure it should follow. And then you know I was exactly the same. I come in it, come into it um, from my viewpoint and my perspective and, you know, based on my past experiences and heartbreaks and all that. And I came in thinking like, this is what I want. This is what I need out of a relationship. This is how I think it should work. And we clashed on this stuff all the time, you know, so we had this and we still have this amazing underlying connection, but we just had very different viewpoints.
0: Can you share what the viewpoints were? Um, like I know, for example, you feel like in a relationship you should spend a lot more time together. Yes. Than he did. Mm-hmm. He didn't think that you need to spend a whole bunch of time together. And to you, that's what a relationship is: is spending time together,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. There was different different so, levels of you know how much time we should spend together, how serious we should get. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to go into too much detail on it, yeah. but basically, just we had very different opinions on things and it's just really interesting because at the same time we connect amazingly well on so many levels but there were just these certain perspectives that were just it it caused a lot of angst with us it caused a lot of issues because we couldn't I consider us both very open-minded people but it was really hard to come to a compromise and and this is this is my point is we actually shouldn't like it's not fair for either of us to compromise so this is kind of the point i'm getting at like ultimately in the end um you know we decided that these things that were strong values to us we we didn't want to lose our connection but at the same time there were things we couldn't compromise on yeah you know so we decided to not date officially anymore um, but we still have an amazing connection and amazing friendship because we didn't want to let go of all the other things, you know. So I guess that relationship has taught me that there's certain things that, you know, you you might never agree on and it's, that's okay and, and you shouldn't necessarily compromise on. Like, I mean, obviously every relationship requires certain levels of compromise, but if there's things that are intrinsically important to you, it's okay to hold on to those things it doesn't mean you have to lose the entire relationship doesn't mean you have to throw out all of the great connection that you had and i feel like we've reached this new understanding now where it's like okay you see it your way i see it mine and that's not going to match up um in terms of a, a formal relationship perhaps because we feel like we can't really compromise on those standpoints yeah. But we don't want to lose each other from our lives and, you know, we I really hope that he's always in my life and I know he feels the same and so we can still have this awesome connection and, you know, all these things and we can, we can talk about these things now. It's like instead of fighting about them, you know, we can kind of respect each other's viewpoints and realize, okay, that's okay to need that in a relationship and to, you know, seek that elsewhere. Um, but we don't have to throw away all of the amazing stuff that we've built yeah. you know we we were friends for 15 years so you know we have a lot of history and all of that great stuff like why throw all that away just because we disagree on a few points yeah 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 that's
0: a good example about of how somebody having different perspectives than us can really hurt mm-hmm. I mean you guys broke up because of it yeah right so that's not ideal but it's also a good example obviously of how that doesn't mean that you need to lose everything you have with somebody or like you can't renegotiate the boundaries of your relationship in a way that you're both happy with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is, this is kind of what we said to each other. Like I said to him, you know, I don't want to talk about him as my ex. Actually, I want to talk about him and refer to him as my friend because the relationship is ongoing and we've just, renegotiated things in a sense to compromise in the things that we can compromise on to reach an understanding so that we can still have all of the great parts and still hold true to the things that are super important to us if that makes sense yeah absolutely Mm -hmm.
0: awesome thanks for sharing thank you for having me (laughs) (laughs) i'm so happy to have you on my podcast
1: It's a great honor. Believe me. Thanks.
0: (laughs) This is Phoebe. Thank you for listening to My Messy Lessons. If you'd like to continue this discussion, visit my Facebook group called My Messy Lessons The Community and ask to be accepted into it. I would love to hear about your experiences or questions on these subjects. If you like this podcast and want to get each episode as it comes out, remember to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or would like to access the show notes, please visit my website at www.mymessy.com. The intro and closing music is Never Back Down by Floor Broad. See you next week. And remember, we're all messy. That's what makes us beautiful.